You're listening to the Secret Muse Society, where we pull out the things we keep hidden about ourselves. What are the secrets that actually hold us back from the connection we crave? And what happens when we tap into the inspiration we have to offer the world? I'm your host, authenticity coach, Karen Choi. Let's dive in together. Hello, my muse. Do you have a love-hate for positive affirmations? (laughs) That's our big secret revealed for today. Some people love them, some people hate them, but we all need them. So how can we make them work for us? That's what we're going to talk about today. And I just think it's so funny that I'm a life coach and here I am saying, I kind of hate positive affirmations sometimes. It's like how I said, I kind of hate the phrase, just be yourself sometimes. (laughs) So here's the thing. Why do we need positive affirmations? Well, what is normal in our language today? Do you ever catch yourself saying, oh, I'm so dumb or I'm such a train wreck or oh, I'm so tired? Yes, they are our truths. Sometimes they're not really the most loving words, but the thing is, they've been a normalized way of talking about ourselves. Some comedians even have careers based on their self-deprecating humor. And I mean, I kind of like self-deprecating humor, but at the same time, why are you being so mean to yourself? The thing is, yes, it could be truthful, but what about the other part of the truth? Maybe that's some of the balance that we're seeking in our lives. We use positive affirmations to rewire our brains, to decondition those mental and emotional habits that have been instilled in us by the way we were raised, maybe religion or the patriarchy or capitalism or hello colonialism or Hello, even those mean inner critics and self-saboteurs in our own heads. Neuroscience has shown us that we can reprogram our brains and that beliefs are built from those repeated thought patterns and that our beliefs actually create our results. So the positive affirmations, when we say them over and over and over again, they become that repeated thought so that we can then believe it. So why do we love them? They feel good. Positive affirmations feel hopeful. I have an Instagram feed full (laughs) of other people writing affirmations. And you can see in the comments how people say, drop a heart to affirm this in your life, to manifest this in your life. And you see people resharing them in their stories. Why is it that we write our affirmations on our bathroom mirrors and leave sticky notes around the house? It's to remind us of how we want to feel, what we want to believe about ourselves. Who are we becoming? Even Mel Robbins has a best-selling book based on her affirmation habit. Every morning, she looks in the mirror and she gives herself a high five and she goes on her day. And she's making millions of dollars on this high five habit in the morning, which is basically a physical affirmation that says, yes, you got this. Go for it. Now, why do we hate the positive affirmations? Well, sometimes 
it feels like toxic positivity. I kind of love and hate that term. But basically, toxic positivity to me is when you haven't really acknowledged where you really are at and you're just jumping to positivity. But the thing is, when it comes to thought work and our beliefs, your brain is also feeling like, oh, why? Why all this positivity? I don't feel good about this. Your brain is holding on so tight to the old ways. It likes telling you those mean things because not because your brain wants to be mean to you, but because your brain was taught to think that way. And your brain is a little bit lazy. It doesn't want to be changing. It doesn't want new habits. It doesn't want to be rewired. It like wants to hold on for dear life. So sometimes we hate positive affirmations because they're kind of shocking to the system. We're not used to it. We're used to the other way of thinking. Those mean thoughts, maybe the, oh, I'm not that very good at this or, oh, I suck or I'm so stupid. Why is this taking me so long? I know I've had them even coming up with these podcast episodes and bringing something to the table, I noticed I had a lot of negative thoughts. So what's another reason why we hate them? Well, sometimes we don't believe them yet, which gives us that icky feeling. Remember when we talked about how when you're being inauthentic, you feel kind of gross and immoral? So for example, they say, stand in front of the mirror naked and say, I am beautiful. Claim it, be it, to believe it. What's the other one? Fake it till you make it. But that might be really hard to do when you've always been telling yourself that you're fat and that you're ugly or that your body is disgusting. So maybe start with where you're at, right? Like stand in front of the mirror and say, I want to see myself as beautiful. And then as you start to get more comfortable with that idea, you can move up to, I can be beautiful. I can be beautiful. And eventually you graduate to, I am beautiful. Do you see how that step to step gets you from not believing it, but believing something, (laughs) believing that little nugget that will get you to that next step? Here's the third reason why we sometimes hate positive affirmations. They're not our own words and they're hard to remember on the fly or they're really long. (laughs) For example, in my full moon cancer affirmations written by the Auric Life on Instagram, it read, and it's so beautiful. I am held and nurtured by the divine as everything opens for me effortlessly. I love it. It's what I want, but it's just too much to remember. Those are just too many words. I don't talk like that. So how can we make this really powerful tool of positive affirmations work for us? Well, start with what do you need or what do you want? And then you ask yourself, all right, well, what do I need to believe about myself in order to make that happen? And then it starts with I am or my. So for example, here are some examples of positive affirmations that really work in my life. I want to be a thought leader. So I wanted to launch a podcast to get me there. Hello, here we are. (laughs) And so what did I need to believe? I needed to believe that my voice and my ideas matter. And this is the positive affirmation I came up with. My voice and my message have the power to change lives. I say that to myself 
every day of this podcast process and getting up the courage to do this. I wrote a sticky note. I put it on my computer. I designed, what is it called? A wallpaper and put it on my desktop of my laptop. I put it everywhere in the opening of my journal, sometimes on random note cards so I could find them around the house in my books. I just put it everywhere and it made it really easy to remember and to connect with it because it was my own words and I knew exactly why I needed to remember them. Here's another example. One of our bedtime routines with the kids is I snuggle with them in bed and as they're lying down with their heads on their pillow, I use my thumb to draw a cross between their eyebrows on their forehead. And something that my mom started with them when they would sleep over at her house, drawing a cross. And before we start, I say to them, are you present? And they say, I am present. And we just stare into each other's eyes. And so what is it that I want for them in those moments? I want them to fall asleep, feeling safe and that they are loved. So what do they need to believe about themselves to make that happen? Well, here is the positive affirmation or mantra that I say to them and ask them to repeat back to me as I draw that cross on their forehead. I say, I am safe. And they say, I am safe. I am brave. I am brave. I am loved. I am loved. God is with me. God is with me. I am sleepy. I am sleepy. And sometimes we add, you know, whatever happens during the day and I bring it up again, like creative or I am funny or I express my feelings. I really remind them of those lessons that they learned during those positive affirmation ritual before we go to sleep. One of my favorite things to do with them. So one final example from my own personal affirmations is what do I want? I want to express myself and give generously without holding back. And what do I need to believe in order to make that happen? Here it is. I carry the light without restriction. And this is what I've been repeating to myself over and over and over again. Life flows through me and I flow through life. Like when you write these things for yourself with your own words, it makes all the difference. I hope you can try it and see if that love-hate relationship with positive affirmations kind of shifts for you. I want to offer one last thing before we go. Your words matter. The words that you say to yourself, the words that you think to yourself, the words that you associate your feelings with, they're all like little pieces of Lego that we keep stacking and building and collecting within us. You get to choose what you put into your body, into your mind, what fuels your spirit. And positive affirmations are so personal. I've never shared these affirmations with anyone outside of my household. And it's actually quite a powerful feeling to share with you what is it that I want? What is it that I'm trying to believe? And what is it that I'm trying to believe about myself? That's it. I, I guess I just want to offer you that permission to take charge of that part of you. That's it, my muses. I hope you got something good out of this today. And I'll see you next time. Stay cool. Thank you 
for listening to the Secret Muse Society. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review this podcast so other modern muses like you can find us too. I invite you to continue the conversation and connect with me on Instagram at karenchoy.co. Join me next week for more secrets inspired by you. I'm Karen Choi. Until next time, stay gold. Stay gold.